From the Talking Disney Studios in Cheyenne, Wyoming, Logan, Utah, and Las Vegas, Nevada, this is the Talking Disney Podcast. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. And here are your hosts. I'm Jason. And I'm Cody. And I'm James. And welcome to episode 84 of the Talking Disney Podcast. I'm your host, Jason, and I'm here once again with my co-hosts, Cody and James. What is going on, guys? What's happening? I'm Cody. (laughs) You are Cody. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) For anybody that needed a reminder, you have now been reminded. Yeah. That is Cody right there. So what's up, guys? Not much. Hey yo. Not much. Hey yo. Same old, same old. <clears throat> yeah, you got to go to Disneyland, right? I did. I was in there yeah. for about thirty minutes, yeah. give or take forty-five, maybe this last week. Yeah, death. I know, because your because your picture popped up on my Disney app. Oh, did it you, show up there? <laughs> you have a new photo pass photo, so I checked it out, and it's James and Teresa standing in front of Minnie Mouse. Uh, Minnie Mouse at the. Yes. Disneyland. They changed we it had, for uh, what is it? International uh, Women's like Month, Women's History Month, or something. Yeah. for March. Yeah. So we'd heard about it. We were driving down to San Diego anyway, so we thought, you know what, we'll take a little detour, go in there, take a picture. Because I was starting to see people take pictures of it, and I thought, you know what, I don't know if they'll ever do it again. Maybe they'll do it, and and they're saying they're doing it for the month of March. The next time we plan on being there is in April, so. We're going to miss that. I don't know if they'll do that again next year. This is the first time they've ever done that. So we just thought it'd be cool to go in there and take a picture uh, with it like that, just in case they never do it again. But yeah, first knows, time, they might do it every year. First time it hasn't been Mickey Mouse in the floor yep. since they opened. So. so, yeah, we had to go and get our picture real quick. And then there was a pillow in the Christmas shop that Teresa had wanted uh, that we never got back to get. So we went there and got that and got some ice cream at the Gibson girl ice cream shop and then we headed out and on, on to San Diego. So yeah, we were in there. We got to ride the trams again and oh my gosh, the lines were so crazy. <laughs> Just kidding. The lines were fine. <laughs> I'd rather walk these lines are so yeah. long. People, people have been complaining for two years that there's no trams and now there's trams. Now everyone's complaining that they got to wait in line for the trams. Yeah. He's mentioned that. Cause I think, I think Cody had sent out a text about that or something. We had both mentioned it earlier. I mean, if you're standing in line and you start to complain about the line in the trams, there should be Disney cast members there that kick you out of line and make you walk. Yeah. It's like, you, you know, the way. <laughs> you can't, yep. you can't ride. Get to, get to stepping. Exactly. Get to stepping. As James would yeah, they say, are back. bunch of whiny little beep. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I've never heard James say that. I've never yeah. heard James say that. <laughs> well, that's cool. And you guys were down in San Diego for what? We went down there for Garth Brooks. He was uh, starting his tour back up. He's been doing the stadium tour. And they just they added this, uh, this date uh, last week, last Saturday. Uh, tickets went on sale a couple months ago, so I hopped on because we didn't get to see him when he was here in Las Vegas. I wasn't, I can't remember exactly why, but we weren't able to see him when he was when he was here in Vegas. So 
tickets came up and we thought, you know what, let's make a weekend out of it and go down and see him. So nice. He always puts on a great show. So we made sure and go down there and it was, you guys didn't see, I thought, I thought you went and saw him in Vegas. Well, we saw him years ago when he came to T-Mobile like quite a while ago. We oh, saw okay. him then, but we didn't see him when he started up the stadium tour uh, when he was at Allegiant Stadium. I think okay. I don't know if he was the first concert at that stadium. Uh, I've seen I, pictures he, of that stadium it was, I mean, of the of that concert. It was yeah. He might have been he might have been the first one there, and I'm kind of glad that we didn't go actually because we probably would have had tickets that were way up in the nosebleeds. And at least in San Diego, I mean, it's not like we got great tickets, but they weren't bad. I mean, they were they were pretty good. We were on the lower level. Um, not out on the field. Um, you know, I don't like being out on the field cause it's all level and then it's hard to see if there's people in front of you. So, but we were able to be on the lower level and, and, you know, we could see pretty good. It did rain a little bit during the show. So that kind of sucked, but, and it was a little colder than we thought it would be, but it wasn't too bad. And it was a lot of fun. Was there no, uh, roof on that stadium? There is not. Mm. No. If there was, I would not complain about the rain. But since there is not, we did get a little wet, but that's all right. It was worth it. Yeah. It was fun. Cool. cool. Yeah. And we got to get our picture with Minnie because of it. So there you go. There you go. Silver lining. And we got to ride on the trams. It's just like, just like I remembered. <laughs> uh, is it still the, is it still the same tram message? Uh, yes. You started. So. Yeah driver yeah, i think so I, you are clear yeah. meet me <laughs> you know what i actually don't know if i remember them saying that i might have just been too zoned out to james was already was asleep <laughs> yeah i was already sleeping <laughs> i was, was gonna say james was driving. too excited but i was yeah. gonna say you were too excited <laughs> after that four-hour drive he hit that tram after standing and waiting around for 15 minutes to even get on the tram he was like man exactly. this is great two minutes of <laughs> <laughs> yep that's uh, it <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah it was fun we had to run in there run out and use up the reservation to keep two other people out so <laughs> uh, nice. nice nice yes all right well i didn't do anything cool in the last two weeks since we recorded last i don't know if cody did anything cool so we could just get started unless Let's cody got it. something to share unless cody's got so he looks like he's got something yeah i'll save it I'll just you say, I'll save, save it. it. I'll save All it. Right. Sounds good. Well, let's get into some Disney news. I wish I had a cool soundbite to play before this. I think I'm going to try to create one. Do 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 do. So yeah, I've been I've been looking for something that <laughs> Breaking works. Breaking news. Yeah. Brought to you by you got it. Talking Disney. I found some go. stuff on on YouTube that I wanted to use, but then as I'm listening to more, it sounded like news programs from when I was stationed in England. So it's like, yeah, that reminds me too much of the BBC. <laughs> so What's wrong with the I didn't BBC? Want to use it. Come on, man. Nothing at all. But I was like, I didn't, I, I didn't want some. I was, I was, I was looking for something better. I guess it's not bad. This has been brought to you by the British Broadcasting Company. <laughs> I loved the BBC when I was over there. All right, let's talk about some Disney news. So, probably the biggest thing that's happened since we last recorded, uh, Disney's shareholder meeting came up. Yes. Um, I didn't get to watch it from work. I guess they were live streaming. I don't know if they, I guess in the past they've live streamed the the audio, but the video was just pictures. Um, I didn't get a chance to 
check out the live stream this year to see if it was actually, um, you know, the people speaking uh, or if it was just the audio. But uh, there were a few things introduced. I know a lot of people were anticipating possibly dates for new attractions, but they didn't, they didn't announce any dates. Um, I think specifically a lot of people were looking for a date for the Tron ride out in Walt Disney world. Um, but no dates were announced. I'll go through the list that I have here. of Some of the things that I thought were interesting. And then if you guys heard anything else or want to share something else, uh, we got our first, Look at a photo from the live-action Pinocchio uh, film that they're doing. Um, yeah, and it took me a little while to realize come, that wasn't a video clip. It was just a picture. <laughs> just a picture, yeah. James is sitting there trying to click on it. Like, why won't <laughs> this I thing kept, play? I kept tapping on it. I was like, what the thing? What the, what the heck is wrong with this thing? <laughs> He's like, Teresa, my phone's broken. I got to go get a new one. Uh, it won't play this video. I'm a real boy. Uh, <laughs> So it's uh, it's premiering in September exclusively on Disney Plus, uh, directed by Academy Award winner Robert Zemeckis. It's the retelling of the beloved tale of a wooden puppet who embarks on a thrilling adventure to become a what, Cody? A real boy. Um, there you go. I'm uh, not wearing women's underwear. <laughs> that's the wrong movie. <laughs> James doesn't know that reference. No, I do not. Uh, no, you'll have to. It's a fun. Is that is that? <laughs> what? Is that from the second or the first track or the second I track? I think it's the second track. Second. Yeah, yeah. that's what I thought. They're trying to You'll storm to the castle it. and they need his nose yeah. to grow so that way the the three blind mice can go down his nose to get into the jail cell to uh free Shrek and Donkey and, and Puss in Boots. And they're like, "Tell a lie. To, you know, just just say something crazy that's not true. Say you're you're wearing women's underwear." And he's like, "Uh, <laughs> I'm wearing women's underwear and his face kind of tenses up and his nose doesn't grow. And they're like, <laughs> are you? And he's like, I most certainly am not. And it goes like, his nose gets all big. And, and then the, the, the gingerbread cookie is like, like lifts it up and it's like, it's a thong. <laughs> <laughs> you see what you're missing, James. You got to check it out. Yes. I'm going to have to watch it. That sounds pretty funny. <laughs> so, <laughs> Sorry. I got us. The I, I derailed there. <laughs> uh, Tom Hanks stars as Geppetto. Um, and Pinocchio is voiced by is it, it's Benjamin Evan Ainsworth. I'm not sure uh, who that is, but I'm sure I will learn who it is soon. So um, coming soon. That's all the details about it. Just that it was coming out in September. They released a, a photo still. I think they released a couple stills, but there's only one in this article that I'm looking at. Um, we got a brand new trailer for Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh, and it looks good. Oh, it looks awesome! It looks I so can't good. wait for that. Yes, yeah. this article saying possibly one of the most exciting things to come out of this meeting was the first trailer for the highly anticipated Obi Wan Kenobi coming to Disney Plus. Uh, features Obi-Wan Kenobi, played by Ewan McGregor, coming to terms with the downfall of the Republic 10 years after the dramatic events of Star Wars, Revenge of the Sith. Um, so uh, there's no date that I know of. Is there? May 25th. Just coming soon? Oh, May 25th? Yep. Okay. Yep. So Disney Plus original series. Um, let's see. What else did I see? Um, during the shareholders meeting, I guess shareholders that are in attendance 
are allowed to ask questions. And during one portion of it, somebody asked uh, Bob Chapek if the Premier Pass was returning, which is the pass that provided you access to both Disneyland and Walt Disney World. He didn't really give an answer. He just said, they'll be checking on bringing back the pass. So um, a couple attractions were kind of put on the back burner. Mary Poppins and Avengers Quinjet. Uh, he was asked about those and he basically said that although he was excited about the Mary Poppins project, they were both in a holding pattern. Um, so Mary Poppins was going to be over in Epcot and then the Quinjet that was going to be in DCA. Um, so no word on if those are going to actually go through or happen. Um, they talked about Encanto being Disney's newest franchise. So when the word franchise was mentioned, people got real excited. Um, meaning that there's going to be more to come from Yay, a Magical sequel. Family in the future. Sequel, possibly attractions. Uh, I enjoyed the movie. We'll see. It's one of those that I wasn't too excited about going into it, and then it was a lot better than mm -hmm. I thought. Yeah. So that's good. So, which will come into play in a movie we're going to talk about in a little while. Ooh. Uh, not being really excited about. But, uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness they talked about and uh, basically said that it's going to connect pieces of the MCU in many unexpected ways. And a couple new Marvel shows coming to Disney Plus were mentioned, including Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, and She-Hulk. I don't know if you guys know much about those or are excited about those at all. Or you know, Besides watching all the leading up to Avengers Endgame, watching all the Marvel movies, I'm not really a huge Marvel guy, so I'll leave that up to you guys. I think, uh, I I think Moon Knight uh, is something to be excited for. I think that one will be good. It's supposed to be darker... Um, and so we'll see who exactly is Moon Knight. What is Moon Knight? Because uh, I've never heard of him or that character before. Uh, I saw he's kind of like a, and I may kind of butcher this because I don't know it fully. Um, just from a little amounts of research that I've done, it's this guy. He's kind of got like some multi personality disorder going on, but then he also kind of gets possessed by a Egyptian uh demon and so because like the the character of or the persona of moon knight is this it's almost like he's getting like possessed and i don't know that's i don't know much more to go much more in depth than that but okay all right it does look good the trailer makes it look like a it'll be a good show yeah okay. kind of a psychological thriller maybe yeah all right. So I'm excited to see that one. Some of the Marvel movies lately I haven't been all that impressed with. Not that I've seen a lot of them, but I mean, I guess I haven't seen very many at all. But the Eternals in particular, I didn't really care for. I, I am excited for the Doctor Strange movie because I do like uh, I yeah, do like the actor. One, so That one should be good. Yeah. Um, and now I really enjoyed WandaVision when it first came out on Disney plus. Yeah. Yeah. That one was good. That one was really good, but I think I enjoyed it. Not necessarily for the Marvel aspect of it, but just the way it was, the way it was recorded, like the way it was filmed yeah. with the different eras. And uh, yeah, I think that, that, that added to it a lot for, for me. Anyway. You guys know that, uh, 
Professor X is going to be in Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. I had heard that. Yes. Yeah. I did not. Yeah. So I, I think it'll be interesting. I think it's going to be on a similar vein to the previous Spider-Man movie that just came out um, where you're you're getting you're pulling things in from other uh, theatrical movie um, universes um, and they're finally tying things in now that Disney owns all these different conglomerates. Yeah. Right. And then the last thing I've got down here is that all members of the board were reelected. This is saying with at least a 94% of the vote, including the hated Bob Chigat. So, not hated by me. I don't have anything against him, but no, he's not hated by uh, people that in charge of keeping him there. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. He's as making as, money. As long as they're making money. Yep. That says this was despite a grassroots effort to vote him out. So yeah. Oh, all those, all those hard, uh, all those petitions that people worked so hard to get signed. Darn, they didn't do a dang thing. So I won't. I'm not going to talk about what the grassroots effort came from because if you follow Disney at all, you've probably seen it all over Twitter and Facebook. So I'll let you read it for yourself. I'm, I'm in a good mood tonight, so I'm not going to talk about it. Either way. So good idea. Good idea. Yeah. Moving on. All right, that's all I had about the uh, the shareholders meeting. Did you guys hear anything or see anything that you wanted to share? You know, one thing I heard this week is that Disneyland was going to start enforcing their no-show rule for annual pass holders because they have a rule. And it's kind of funny because some people are talking about how they're starting a, or how they're going to how they started a new rule or something, or they've added to it, but it's been that way all along. I didn't realize they haven't been implementing it or holding people accountable. But from the very beginning, when the, the key passes came back, um, if you didn't show up, if you made a reservation and you missed three reservations within, I think a 90 day period, then you were penalized and couldn't make another reservation for another 60 or 90 days or something. I don't know, but apparently they haven't been enforcing that and they just started enforcing it, or at least they've announced that they're going to start enforcing it this past Monday. So four days ago. So okay. that was the only other thing that I've heard about. Yeah. So I, I just brought up my Disney app and that's the picture that popped up there, James. <laughs> oh, so you get all the pictures. I get, oh, I get all the pictures, cute, James. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, hey, well, they said, do you want to kiss your wife? I mean, what am I going to say? No, of course no? I'm yeah. going to say yes. <laughs> it's course like, course say you know what? Well, we don't really have the time. We've got about 30 minutes before we got to get back on the road to San Diego. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all funny. that reminds me, talk about time and pictures. I heard that they just started uh, at Disney World, and I'm a little bummed because I'm going to be going to Disney World at the end of next week and for the following week. But I guess they've started doing a thing where for $79, you can actually reserve one of the PhotoPass photographers for 20 minutes and just have your own little photo session. In, yeah. I, I guess in front of Cinderella's castle. And I think they just started that last month, like February 1st or something. I'm not sure, yeah. but I had never heard of that before. I, I heard somebody talking about that and I thought that was pretty cool. I actually tried to get on to see if the day that we're there in magic kingdom, if I could do that, because that seems like a good deal, $79 for up to eight people and you get the photographer for 20 minutes, but they're all booked up for the two days that we're going to be there. Uh, so 
See, I didn't hear it was at a specific place. I didn't know it was like just a castle. I, I had heard because the 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 article I saw showed people getting with pictures at different locations. Yeah. Well, I didn't um, hear a specific place either when I heard about it, but then when I went on and searched for it, in the write-up, it's in the description, it says you get your photographer at key spots in front of Cinderella's castle. So okay. I don't know what that means, but they specifically say Cinderella's castle. So I'm not So sure. when somebody else steps up, be like, hey, can we get our picture taken? You can tell them, no, get away. This is my photographer. Yeah, yeah get out uh, of here. Yeah, that's not a bad deal. <laughs> 79 bucks. And I mean, you, in 20 minutes, you can probably take a ton of pictures. Yeah, I would yeah. think so. So nice. It's called the Capture Your Moment. And I think it's, it looks like it's just at Magic Kingdom right now. And it says, commemorate your celebration with a photo session in a Magic Kingdom park setting, including a view of iconic Cinderella Castle. So that's all it says. All right. I wouldn't be surprised before long where they they have a similar thing in each of the four main theme parks in front of their like icon for the park. Right. Yeah. And then hopefully that comes to Disneyland. Maybe if it works out well over there. Yeah. So. Yeah. It makes me wonder though, cause cool. the, the hub area in that area in front of the castle at Disney world is just so much larger where you can have several photographers doing several groups at a time where in Disneyland you get like two photographers up there right in front of the castle and then you're impeding traffic and everything. And so it's kind of a whole different dynamic, but right. We will see what, what ends up happening. We'll see. We shall see. I, I don't know. I didn't read the article. Um, and I think it was more clickbaity because it was kind of pushed into a bunch of other topics as well. But I guess JPEG said something about the Splash Mountain reimagining during the shareholder meeting. And I don't know if it was maybe lumped in with something that's been put on the back burner for now. Or Yeah, I didn't hear anything about that. I don't. I don't. Let me check real quick. I saved a couple of things, but I don't think I saved um, that one. Um, do, 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 do. No, I don't know. I don't have anything about it. So not sure. Okay. I was just on the Disney app, James, and I was looking at reservations. And there, there is a part of here where it talks about what you were talking about. The ability of a Magic Key holder to make and hold park reservations will be impacted by the no-show policy. Is that what you were talking about? Yep. That's yeah, it, it is. If you no-show three for three reservations in a 90-day window, then you'll be unable to make any new park reservations for 30 days. Yeah. So, uh, 30 existing, days. existing park reservations at that time will not be canceled. 30-day period begins the day after the third no-show and will continue even if the pass is upgraded to another pass during that time. So, Gotcha. Yeah, 30 days. Because yeah, I, I know I was nervous back in. Well, I guess, when did I get my pass? I don't know. There was two. I missed two reservations, but I was thinking I just can't miss another one. But apparently they haven't been enforcing it all this time. Okay. Yeah, so. it's, on the, it's on the reservation part of the app. Cause I was just looking at, I was going to make my reservations really quick, but right. Um, cool. Very cool. All right. Well, let's move on. Uh, let's do it. 
Enough about the shareholders meeting. Until next year. Yeah. Until next year. JPEG safe for another 12 months. 12 months. Yeah, maybe. You never know. Yeah, who knows? All right. Next thing, I, I think Cody actually sent me a link to this, and then I I don't know if he, you sent me the D23 link or if I I just pulled up this link now, but uh, Disney Plus is going to introduce an ad-supported subscription mm. offering in late 2022. I'll, I'll read, read a few tidbits from the article. Um. In a first for Disney's premier direct-to-consumer streaming service, Disney Plus will expand its offerings for consumers by introducing an ad-supported subscription in addition to its options without ads, beginning in the U.S. in late 2022 with plans to expand that internationally in 2023. Um, so basically right now, nothing's been announced on an actual date or the cost. Uh, I was thinking... Uh, possibly because they don't they don't mention the cost, like I said. But um, if they're going to actually make the ad service come in cheaper, or if they're going to say, okay, <laughs> if you want Disney Plus with ads, it's going to be whatever you're paying or whatever you're paying now. But right. if you don't want it with ads, it's now going to be fourteen ninety nine a month or nineteen ninety nine a month. Or oh my, or if yeah. they're going to come back and say, hey, we're going to do. Uh, uh, you, I mean, you, you know what I'm talking about. If they're actually going to raise the yeah. price or yeah, slide it they're gonna, somewhere else. So. They'll raise it, I'm sure. Yeah, Because I think the reason so why wanna... they're probably waiting because I think anyone who pre-purchased like three years in like the Founders Club or whatever. Right. Um, you get the first, you what you bought, you bought two years and then get one year for free. So you're basically at a discounted rate. So I think that promotion for all those that pre-purchased Disney plus, I think the end of the three years would be this November. November. So that's probably when a uh, right around then is when this is going to be introduced. And then, cause that forces anyone who's already prepaid to, um, basically then start subscribing monthly or annually at either the current price, which is like what, seven 99 a month or something, six 99 a month. I think that's, I think I pay seven. Yeah. It's through, I've, I've got it through my, through Verizon. So yeah. And so I would, I I would guess the seven 99, unless they're going to be nice to the founders and grandfather people in, but I think the seven 99 would be the ad option. And then they'll bump it up to like ten ninety nine, if you don't want ads. I I don't know what the ads, yeah. price gap will be on that, but I guess right. we'll see. So yeah, not much besides the announcement that it's coming. Uh, and they say it's it's uh, this is viewed as a building block in the company's path to achieving its long term target of two hundred thirty to two hundred sixty million Disney Plus subscribers by fiscal year twenty four. So. That is a lot of subscribers. That's a bunch. So what are you guys going to do? You're going to go ad free or ads? Um, ad free. I'm always ad free. Probably ads. Yeah. To heck with yeah. the ads. Yep. Well, we've already been the dealing with without them. them. I think it's stupid that now they're going to be like, oh, let's stick in some advertising. And if you don't want to deal with the advertising, I mean, they're already making a buttload off Disney Plus. Yeah. To begin with, the Disney company in every facet of the company they're they're not hurting anywhere for for revenue um now that things are finally back up and running all all over uh post covid you know even though we're still in it but 
the company is functioning normally again. They're not hurting for money. If anything, they're doing just as good as they were before, if not yep. better. And uh, I mean, that's, I don't know. I, I can complain about it, but then it's like, well, as a business, your goal is to make money, but your goal is also to make more money than you made the year previous. And next year you want to make more money than you're going to make this year. So yep. I don't know. That's the idea. Yeah, so that's all. I mean, if anything comes out, we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about it more. So, yep. Uh, next thing, good. Disney Plus, uh, still kind of the topic. Uh, tomorrow, Disney Pixar's new film, Turning Red, is coming to Disney Plus. It originally was going to get a theatrical release, uh, with, uh, from the article I read, uh, Omnicrom variants coming out. They decided to go straight to Disney Plus. They are doing a week long run. At uh, was it the El Capitan Theater in California? I think. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but yeah, it's coming straight to Disney Plus. I will hold my judgment on the movie until I see it. Um, Are you afraid I'll, you're not going to like a movie about a 13 year old girl experiencing <laughs> a menstrual cycle that turns her into a giant red panda? I'm confused. We will What's see. What's not to like we about that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Uh, Basically, it's a story. It's of a little girl. I think you say her name, May Lee. Miley. Miley. I'm Careful. pretty sure you it's May. Make sure you get it right. Uh, I'm you not better sure. make sure you get it you right. Think it, you think it's May? I think I've heard it pronounced as May. May. Okay. It's M M E I. But I mean, uh, like, a what do you care? You you know, you're like, I'm still going to call it a an annual pass. And and there's uh, <laughs> what was the other one that you can never seem to get right? Um, well, I want to get Aggie. Her- um, I want to get her name right. There's another if I, one if I too. Can. It's not Moana. It's uh oh, it's uh 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 Raya. Um, let's see, <laughs> where does the list end? So you, you know, here's uh for 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 uh, conversation's sake, let's just call her Miley. Continue. That's horrible. Are buddy. you? That's horrible. Are you buddy. are you done, young That's- one? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? You guys expect me I, to sit here and just put you up with you so personally all the time. Oh. Cody's having a bad day. Yeah, man. Yeah. Now He's I don't know if it's my red. My, He's turning yeah. red. Uh, <laughs> uh, which would go along with this. So basically, she's a thirteen-year-old girl who's torn between being her mother's obedient daughter and the chaos of her youth. And if that was not enough, when she gets too excited, it says she turns into a Big red panda. I know it's on the cover of this, uh, of the current issue of Disney 23 magazine. Uh, it's got some good, uh, reviews from the critics. It's at 94% right now on Rotten Tomatoes, 83% on Metacritic. A couple people on Twitter that I follow that gave reviews said, uh, they weren't too high on it. Um, uh, one one's a man, one's one's a woman, so you can't say the the man didn't like it over the woman. But um, they they liked the, I guess some of the story, uh, but they weren't too keen on the animation and portions of the story. But like I said, I will hold my judgment on it until I actually see it because I find that a lot of times uh, with some movies, if critics love it, I usually am not too high about it. If critics hate it. I usually love it. So, uh, 
We will see. But that comes out tomorrow on Disney Plus. Matter of fact, I don't know if they do, uh, if it's available at midnight. Um, but it is nine forty three Mountain Standard Time right now. So, it, so are you going to wait up and, and watch it or what? <laughs> no, I, no, I've got to go to work early tomorrow, so I will not be staying up. Um, uh, and then and just Cody, another Cody. I apologize for mispronouncing all these names. I didn't realize that you had been taking it so personally all this time. I sincerely apologize no I, I i i was not even at all directing that towards you that was completely directed towards jason so okay good <laughs> well, I, well i don't apologize you just have to suck it up buttercup and deal with it I, i'll say it how i want oh I have, uh, no. boy do i know it yeah. that concludes us talking about miley from turning red uh, if i've pronounced somebody's name wrong i try to correct it so. except for uh uh, Raya. I can never remember what I was like. Is or it Raya or is it it's Raya? Ray, it, it is Raya. You always say Raya. It's Raya. See, and um, so you to hell said it wrong too. Magic key. I'm going to call it an annual pass because that's what it is. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Moving Careful, on. I'm going to no, turn I, into I, a giant red panda. <laughs> it's it's happening. I can see the tail. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, and then the other thing I want to mention Disney Plus because I, I like the Disney Nature series but there's a new one coming out this April called uh, Polar Bears uh, coming straight to Disney Plus not going to theaters uh, it used to go to theaters and a lot of the proceeds would be given to uh, certain organizations but uh, coming to Disney Plus I don't know if they're going to still give money to organizations they would have using the money it would have made but uh I really enjoy the Disney nature movies, so uh, I will check that out when it comes. Very cool. So, that's all I had with Disney news guys. I don't know. Yep. I you guys had anything all. else? All right. I think we're good. Uh, Toontown we're good. is officially closed for the next oh, yeah. roughly close. year. Yeah. See, true. When you were there, James, you guys should have made a quick jump back to uh Toontown just to see it one <laughs> last time. Yeah, no, I was okay. Before it gets reimagined. Take a ride on okay. Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin. <laughs> I thought I also heard Splash Mountain opened today. Oh, did it? Um, or yesterday? It was, it was supposed to open yesterday. Yesterday? Okay. Yep. So. Yeah, I've got a, a guy I know. Well, you know him too, Cody. Jared, he's down there right now. Or he was the last few days. Oh, I guess that's it right. It was supposed to open on... It's supposed to open on Tuesday. He was in Disneyland Monday and Tuesday and what and California Adventure on Wednesday. Splash Mountain was supposed to open on Tuesday. And I think Indiana Jones was going down for refurbishment starting Wednesday or something. So Pirate Pirates is going down soon. Did he uh yeah. did he talk to you about going down? Like getting did he get any advice from you or ask you questions or anything? We talked quite we talked quite a bit about okay. it. Okay. Yeah. Cause I just thought it was yeah. interesting. Um Jared and I used to be pretty close at you know, as one can be with coworker, because um, we worked right. side by side for several years there. Um, right. And a few few weeks ago, he texted me, um, said, "Hey, thinking about going to Disneyland. Do you have any advice?" And I was like, "Not that I was at all upset about him asking me for advice. I was more than happy to give it." But it's like, I was wondering, like, did not ask James. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, we talked quite a bit. Okay. We talked about. The different things, Genie Plus, yeah. different strategies, stuff like that. So I think he was just kind of, he was reaching out to anybody to see what 
you know, he wanted to maximize his time there. I don't think they go very often. Yeah. So he just wanted to maximize his time there. So cool. Well, I I've got a friend at good time. Yep. I got a friend at work who's going for just a day next week. He's going down to see his son who lives in San Diego and they're going to come up to Disneyland just for one day. Nice. Uh, so yeah, I've been talking to him the last two weeks uh, about Disney plus uh, lightning lane, all that good stuff. So, right. He's excited, but he's been, I mean, he's been, it's, he's been at Disneyland before he goes to Disney world quite a bit. So uh, nice. Cool. He just hasn't, he hasn't been in since they reopened. I don't think so. All right. Well, let's move on to our main topic of the night. And let's do it. If you have been listening to us over the past what, two years, two years and a couple months, right? And we've been doing it this for two years now. No, no, no. A year and a couple months. Oh, okay. Yeah. A year and a couple months. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. November of but 2020. Almost a year and a half. Yeah. yeah. Uh, basically, we're going through every Disney animated feature film, watching them, then talking a little about them on the show and giving them a rating. And when we get completely done with, uh, right now it's 60 animated features. By the time we're finished, they could be up to 61 or 62. Yep. We'll see how our movie or how we compare to each other and, and where we have all the Disney animated feature films ranked. Uh, we started with Snow White and we've worked our way. We're up to number 29 in the Disney animated feature film list. And that movie is The Rescuers Down Under. Um, I'll give a quick little uh, some details about Rescuers Down Under. It was released November 16, 1990. And it is um, the sequel to the 19, was it 1977? It was. Um, Did I get that right? Uh, I thought I had it. Why do I not have it? Rescuers. Sequel to The Rescuers. Right. Uh, which I believe. 77. Is that what you said? 77. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, sequel to The Rescuers. Um, and many of the actors. That provided voices for the first one did come back for this one with the one exception. I was reading it in the trivia on Internet Movie Database. It was the character of Orville. Yep. Was it Orville? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is it correct. was voiced by a guy named Jim Jordan who passed away two years after Rescues was released, so 1979. Uh they didn't want to continue his character with another voice, so they created a brother for Orville named Wilbur and was voiced by John Candy. Uh, yep. And the reference with Orville and Wilbur, um, they said reference the Wright brothers, which were the inventors of the first plane. Yep. So, uh, interesting tidbit there. Uh, it did, like I said, they it did have the uh, same uh, voice cast, which included... Let me make sure I get some of them here. Bob Newhart, uh, Eva Gabor, uh, George C. Scott. Let's see if I can pull up any more that you might know. Uh, Peter Firth, Frank Welker. Uh, now we're getting into some, maybe not as well. Russi Taylor. Um, but yeah, the main the main characters were the same same people. Um, and it was Eva Gabor's last film before her death. Yep. Um, I saw that too. So that's really all I got to say about it. I didn't have a lot. To yeah, say. I thought it was. 
thought it was interesting on IMDb when they talk about it being her last film that in that same snippet, it says that a third rescuers movie was planned for 96, 1996, but after her death, all future rescuers movies were scrapped. So yeah. I thought that was interesting that they were actually planning on doing a third one. Yeah. Which I'm not real sure I, why I they did. The second one. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if that plan, obviously she, she passed away after the movie came out, but I wonder if they had decided to scrap it before the release Maybe. or if it was solely yeah, based on her passing. Right. So like I said, Re- Rescuers was a sequel to the, or Rescuers Down Under was a sequel. Rescuers Down Under uh, basically was the story of Bernard and Bianca going down to the Australian outback to save a boy named Cody from a poacher who was in pursuit of endangered birds of prey. Um, Rescuers, for the most part, was, they said, had been one of the recently most successful Disney movies. So I can see why they maybe wanted to do a sequel. Um Maybe they should not have, but we'll talk about that here in a minute. <laughs> um, it was released, like I said, November 16, 1990. It did struggle at the box office. And one of the main reasons was it opened on the same day as Home Alone, which... Oh, yeah, well, that would do it. Great movie. Yeah, which also had John Candy in it. So um, it said it went on to make $47.4 million worldwide. Yeah, I'm trying to think at Home Alone. I kept reading that John Candy was in there, but I'm trying to picture. I mean, I I I really the like scene that movie. when I he did in a long time, but I can't picture where he was at in that movie. When when she's at the airport and she's trying to get a ride back to the city she lives in, she uh, she gets a ride from that musical band. Oh. John Candy's in the band. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Now that you said that, now I remember. yeah yeah gotcha, cool. Um. Some of the other things about it. It didn't really have any new songs. They said it, there, there was no songs written for this. It was just a soundtrack. They did have some songs from the rescuers in there, but there was nothing new written for this movie. Right. Um, released on home video in 1991. Um, let's see. Reception. It's not, it's got a rating of 71% on, Rotten Tomatoes, um, which isn't that great. Roger Ebert actually gave it three out of four stars. Um, he's not always correct. But, um, so what did you guys think of Rescuers Down Under? Or here, I'll, let me go first. So okay, I, I did not like it as much as the Rescuers, and you'll see that when I give you my rating. Um, but it is one of those that we had playing a lot when my kids were little. We had it on VHS, so it was mm-hmm. played a lot. Um, and so it's got a little, I guess, nostalgia for me, but it, it just, it's going to be far down on my list, I believe. Even when we're all done, it's probably not going to be one of the top half. So probably somewhere below 30 once we're all said and done. Um, it's not horrible, because um, I don't think, I mean, James and Cody may disagree, but I, I'm never going to say a Disney movie is horrible because I'll find something good about it. Just some are not as good as others. Um, this is Fantasia. Unless it's Fantasia. For <clears throat> Sorry, did I, is my mic on? <laughs> but without Fantasia, then we don't get the you know, Fantasia Mickey, and then, and then we don't have Fantasmic at Disneyland. So yeah, it's got its, it's got its 
redeeming qualities. So. Yeah. So. Make some fair points there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's, it's, it's a decent movie. I'm, it's not one that I would say, Oh, look, rescuers down under. Let me pop that in and play it. No. no. Uh, or if I'm scrolling on Disney plus and Oh, there's rescuers. Now let me go watch. I'll go watch another episode of Imagineering Story instead. You know, I'll watch a rerun. Yeah, when are we going to get um, a season two of that? Uh, that's what I'm waiting for. I just watched uh, episode one? one, season one, The Imagineering Story. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Disney yeah, Plus. Yeah. So, so, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's all right. It's got a lot of people that I know, so uh, it's nice to hear those voices, but overall... Just wasn't feeling the rescuers down under. So. Right. So what do you guys think? Well, I kind of, well, sorry, I didn't mean to presume that I go next. Cody, you want to go or, you, or is it up to me? No, go ahead. Okay. I forgot what I was saying. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just joking. No, I thought it was, it was okay. I mean, as I start watching it, my first thought is, I mean, because I think this is Disney's, first sequel that they did right i mean isn't it known as this is their first sequel at least for for sure as a th- theatrical release right i don't know if they've I, done other sequels for I'm other pretty movies sure because i mean you i would count winnie the pooh a sequel but winnie the pooh didn't come out till later yeah it came out after so, this one anyways i'm just thinking as you're looking at this list of disney movies I just didn't understand why they chose the rescuers to make a sequel to. I mean, not that the first one wasn't bad. I mean, like you, I like some of the different uh, actors in there. I'm a big Newhart fan. I'm pretty sure I said that last time when we talked about the rescuers. Um, So it was good to hear his voice again. I just, I, I just didn't know why they decided to do this as a sequel, but you know what, putting that aside, it's a movie. We've got to look at it. How was it? I thought it was okay. Um, I just didn't, think it was all that great mm-hmm. i just thought it was i just thought it was okay i mean so, coming coming on the heels of the little mermaid yeah, yeah this I feels mean, like, like a major step back it's yeah. like they've had a bunch of films that weren't all that great and then all of a sudden the little mermaid comes out and re you know rejuvenates the whole uh disney animation and then it's like and here's the rescuers down under <laughs> it's like uh, yeah. yeah, like Cody said, and, a, and a huge gonna, step back. Yeah, it's going to hurt it too when you look at what it's going to be packaged between, which was The Little Mermaid, and then the next one we're going to talk about is Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. So you're yep. the movie between those two. You got to blow it out the water. I mean, yeah. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. So I wasn't super, yeah. I wasn't super impressed. I, I mean, like you said, I don't think it's a bad movie. There's a lot of movies worse. I just, it just, I was just waiting for it to get over, basically. <laughs> All right. So those are my thoughts. Yeah, kind of on that. I watched it. I watched it once last week, and then I was gonna. I usually try to watch a movie we're gonna talk about twice. Uh huh. And I started watching this about ten minutes in. I was like, you know what? I've seen enough. I, I don't need to watch it. Again. So. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Cody, what do you think? Um, this is my new favorite movie. And I'll tell you why. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, I was a little caught off guard because I had this on in the background while I was cooking dinner. And I'm, I'm doing my thing and I'm home alone. Um, I see what I did there. Brought that all the way back around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, and I keep hearing somebody call my name and I'm like, 
I am home alone. There is nobody else here. Like my phone <laughs> is not playing anything. I'm like, cause I'm not overly like tuned into what's happening on the movie. Cody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, what? I was Cody. freaking out a little bit for a minute. And then I'm finally like looking at the TV and I'm like, Oh, the kid's name is Cody. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I'll give it a couple extra points for that. Um, cause there's not a lot of Cody's, um, in film, at least not movies that I've seen. So it gets a couple redeeming points for that. It was, it was just okay. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. Um, I like the original rescuers. I watched it a lot growing up as a kid. That one brought back some nostalgia. I had never seen this movie before I watched it for the purpose of this podcast. Um, Oh, wow. And so this was the first time I had ever seen this movie. And yeah, it didn't really resonate with me like the first one did. And I also think that I was waiting, like, are the the same mice even in this movie? Because it took them a minute to actually bring them into what was going on. And I was like, it's amazing this rescue aid society gets anything done at all where everything has to go through this council in New York and (laughs) they have to take this albatross sneak into a jumbo jet liner to get across the globe. And it's like, should there not be like security councils established in like at least on each continent? I mean, they have to send all these, uh, um, whatchamacallits telegraphs or not telegraphs, but that's a telegraph, right? The do, 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 do. Yeah. Is that a telegraph? (laughs) I don't even know. Um, they have to send anyways. And then they're like, Oh, we're convening. The council is convening and we need to send the two best members we have. It's like, Oh, but they're not here. So there's a boy that's been kidnapped on the other side of the world, but let's take time to find these people rather than just sending somebody to help right away. And like, they can meet them there to provide assistance, but let's put everything on hold to find these two particular mice that are having dinner somewhere. And it's just, there's, there's gotta be a better system because it's like, what you're going to tell me he was the only kid in the entire world that was kidnapped that day. I find that unlikely. These, this council would never have a recess. There's kids getting kidnapped and I mean, not to bring like a, 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 a dark tone into this, but like, there are, <laughs> there are mistreated kids everywhere. There are kidnappings. There's a lot of bad things happening in this world. And unfortunately, Holy sometimes cow. children get wrapped up into it. And You're bringing us all down. We're just going to wait for Miss Bianca and Bernard to get done with their dinner to save the children. Hey, it was a movie about animated mice. <laughs> Just relax. <laughs> I just, it seemed very like 
when when the kid gets kidnapped, the twenty was... the the first twenty four hours are crucial. After the first twenty four hours, I mean, have they never seen Criminal Minds? After the first twenty four hours, the chances of survival go through the toilets, straight down the crapper. Oh At that my point, goodness. they shouldn't well, have even gone. The kid's dead. I'm, I'm, so, I'm so glad you're paying attention to so many details in a movie about animated mice. Hey, just, I'm just, I'm glad someone's looking out for the little guy. But it's like, yeah. could we not have had somebody in Australia handle this? There's nobody in Australia capable of helping this child. No one good enough, Cody. No one good enough. They needed Bianca and Bernard. Yep. Man, I'm, I'm just like, if the Rescue Aid Society is so prestigious, they should have satellite centers. I'm just, I, you know. Well, that that's what the third rescuers was going to be about, was the development of those satellite facilities. Yeah. And it got, it got yep. canceled. So. Yep. Uh, that's right. All right, so you guys want to go into your, your ratings? So that, that, that's what I have to say about it. I, All right. That's it. I was hoping Cody had some more. <laughs> yeah. It was his new new favorite movie. Yeah. <laughs> Just wait till we get to Home on the Range. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, let's talk some ratings. I do have a couple ratings. Um, I have one also. Okay. Once we're done, so okay. who, who would like to go first? This I want to hear Cody's. All right, Cody, you are up. Um, I mean, mine's probably not going to be as bad as maybe I made it out to be. I didn't, like I said, I, I didn't hate this movie. I didn't love it. It's it's kind of middle of the road. Um, he's, he's like, I, the boy's name is Cody. I give it a hundred. <laughs> I wrote down what I think your rating was going to be so I can see if I'm close. Okay, that's interesting. Oh, I want to do that too. I want to do that okay, too. Okay, well, I'll give you a minute. Looking at some of my other ratings... Um, and that kind of goes into how I judge my movies too. Cause I'm like, I'm looking at some of my other ratings and it's like, okay, I gave this movie this particular score. Did I like this movie more or less than that? So it's like, if it was more then clearly the rating should be higher. If I liked the movie less than whatever this other movie I'm referencing from the list, then it needs to be lower than that. And so based on some of the other movies, um, that are kind of in this range, and whether or not I liked this more or less, or which movie I would rather watch if I had to pick this one or that one. I am going to give this a 69. 69. I like how close I was. 67. James said 68. Wow. Eight. <laughs> wow. You guys were closer than I thought you would be. Yeah. We're getting, we're getting to know you. You and your gut. <laughs> Okay, yep. And then I, I had, I can tell you, I had originally 71 marked down, but then I went back and looked at your rescuer score uh-huh. and it was a 70. Yeah. So I was like, okay, he's not going to rate this one a 71. So let me go just a little below. I just went a little too far. Yeah. Because I had like Lady in the Tramp at 68. And I was like, oh, if I had to pick Lady or the Tramp, Lady in the Tramp or Rescues Down Under, hands down, it would be Rescuers Down Under. I can't stand Lady in the Tramp. <laughs> um, but I can't put it higher than the rescuers cause I actually decently like the rescuers. So it's like, well, I guess I'm going with 69, which for my ratings ties it with 
the sword in the stone, which that's fine. Yeah. All right. I've got I've got James's written down. Let's see if I'm close on his. Oh, you guessing mine? Yeah. I gave it a 65. 65. Ooh, Jason guessed 66. He was close. He that down right, right after he said it. He's like, oh, 65. No, I. <laughs> I will so say. So you gave it a 65? Yep. I will say 65 is the score I wanted to give it, but then I started looking at some of my other scores, and it's like, well, I can't have Lady and the Tramp above this movie. So I kind of had to adjust right. things a little bit. All right, I'm guessing Jason's. Well, had you given it a 65, Cody, it would have been the first time ever wow. that we all had the same score because I gave it a 65. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I thought you were going a little bit higher than that, but No, cool. I gave uh, The Rescuers was actually, uh, I gave it an 81. Right. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, 65 is about where I had it. So Nice. Um, so Difference two of us of were right this week and one of us was wrong. That's it. Yeah. Cody was wrong. It's <laughs> all right. So, so the two I got uh, ratings from was Amber. She didn't say too much. I, I said, Hey, we're recording tonight. Uh, have you seen rescuers down under? She said, yes, I have. I give it a 72, not as big of a fan of this rescuers as I am the first one. Uh, so she's, yeah, that's a, she's a little. That's a big drop. She went from ninety-seven to seventy-two. Uh, she gave yeah. rescuers in ninety-seven. Yeah. Yep. Wow. So, and then the other score I got was from Kaylee. I just asked her, uh, "Do you have a rating for rescuers?" And she said, "Yep, 23. 23. <laughs> she's been hanging <laughs> out with it's, Rush. Jeez, <laughs> which is Plus, high, higher, higher than, than she than gave the, the rescuers. <laughs> what was? She gave the rescuers a, a twenty. Oh wow! Wow. <laughs> Does she, she remember not she fan, gave rescuers a 20? I, I don't know. She is not a fan of the little mice, I guess, that rescued him. <laughs> Clearly, she so. wrote for help and never got an answer. Exactly. Yeah. Because exactly. they had to wait for Bianca and Bernard. And you guys didn't were have in those England. satellite facilities. You guys were in England. Bernanke, Bianca and Bernard were in New York City. Probably, yeah. you know, sightseeing at the Eiffel Tower, the Eiffel Tower. They didn't. They didn't. <laughs> what? Cody. Cody is officially drunk on the set. <laughs> if they were, if they were at the Eiffel Tower, they would have been a lot closer to England. Yes, than I was they obviously because <laughs> they're in New York. See the Eiffel Tower, <laughs> and they're the only mouses that can be there, <laughs> and that's why. She doesn't like the movie. <laughs> Have another drink, Cody. <laughs> yeah. oh. Oh. Wow. That's, okay. That's awesome. So who do you I got, do, James? I do have a rating from Brianna. We've been kind of watching these last few movies together, and she gave it an 84. All right. She yep. needs to go back and watch The Rescuers and see how it compares. See how she likes it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So she's she's the highest of the day for all of us. Uh, with us, the co-hosts, we've got an average of sixty six point three. Uh, all scores are only separated by four, which is not the closest. We were uh, Peter Pan. We had a ninety, a ninety, and an eighty nine. Um, nice. Dumbo. We had an eighty four, an eighty four, and an eighty seven. So those are the. Those are the closest ones. Yeah. 
with our three listeners, average of 59.6. So not too far off. Uh, Kaylee's score really brought it down with that 23. But uh, That's funny. So yeah. I'm real interested to see what the next three movies are like. Yeah, and those next three. Yeah, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, and Lion King, which yep. if you, depending on what, you know, who you look at their, their ratings, I've seen all three of those movies be been rated as the, the best Disney movie ever. Right. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It'll be interesting. So not a, the next three I'm, I'm not, I'm excited to watch. I'll watch twice and I won't, I won't turn them off. So, um, yeah, so there you go. If you want to share your ratings on any of the movies we've watched or future movies, uh, shoot us an email talking Disney podcast at gmail.com and we will add you to our list. Any last things before we move on to our last two segments guys about rescuers down under? I don't think so. Glad I got to watch it. It'll probably be another 20 years before I watch it again. So no, 20 years would be way too soon. Yeah. (laughs) It wasn't that bad. 20 years. We'll still be waiting for Bianca and Bernard to show up. (laughs) You actually rated it higher than me and James. (laughs) Yep. Only because of my other ratings. Right. I know. I was excited when you said it was going to be a, possibly a 65. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, let's move on to our second to last thing of the night, which is I'll throw it over to you, Cody. It's all yours. Cody's corner. Um, yeah. We talked about a little bit about uh, we will be getting a Cody's corner. Oh. <laughs> Stop drinking. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not going to edit that part out. <laughs> Uh, Cody's corner. It's the jingle. Cody's corner jingle. <laughs> uh, eventually, upcoming soon. Hey, we've been hearing that for a long time now. Hey, I, yeah. you know, by the time we get to the Lion King, at the very latest, we will have a Cody's corner jingle up and running. Cool. Oh. Maybe. Possibly. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Unless something else comes up. Yeah. Um, but, you yeah, know, I want to do it with playing around with it a little bit, and uh, I'd like to get it done. So here, here's to that. Again, uh, Cody's Corner, I ask a question to James and Jason. Anything under the Disney umbrella uh, is, is fair game for me to ask them. They are generally given this question um, blind, meaning they don't know what I'm going to ask them. Uh, before I actually ask them. And it's meant to just kind of be a fun little scratch your brain. What do you think about this? What are your feelings on this? What's your opinion on that? Um, in the last several episodes, we've been kind of doing a little series in Cody's Corner where we have been going through Disneyland in California, the park, land by land, and seeing what needs to go, what the three of us think by land needs to be gone. And if we have a suggestion on what we would like to see in its place, uh, we can share that as well. So last week, we talked about Adventureland and Frontierland. And so moving on towards the west side of the park, this week we will talk about... (laughs) What... West side. <laughs> uh, I was waiting. 
<laughs> Sorry, Cody. Did I? Yeah. Did I distract you? Did, you? A little I bit. apologize. You got to remember. <laughs> My brain's a little slower tonight. Uh, we're going to talk about New Orleans Square and Norlands. Norlands Square. And then we will go on over into, I guess, what is it? Uh, Critter Country? Yeah. Critter Country. Critter Country. So New Orleans Square and Critter Country are on the docket tonight. Uh, so we'll do New Orleans Square first. Um, okay. What, and either of you could take this, whoever is ready. If not, um, I can go. What needs to go, in your opinion, in New Orleans Square? What needs to be set out to pasture? That's a tough one. Because there's not many attractions in New Orleans Square. I mean, we're looking at Pirates, we're looking at Haunted Mansion. Yep. You got the Disneyland Railroad. It's got its station there. Indeed. Um, You've got is the canoes technically New Orleans Square, or is that considered Frontierland? Oh, it can't be Frontierland. I don't. But it's got to be Critter Country, maybe. That's got to be Critter Country. Yeah. It is Critter Country. Okay. Uh, so then you got you know what 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 restaurants do you have over? You've got. I think the thing that can go in that place, if you don't mind me jumping yeah, in, yeah, yeah, no. That little place that sells those beignets and the mint juleps. The mint julep bar. Walk up. Yeah, the, that place can go, as far as I'm concerned, because the mint juleps, not a fan. The beignets, or however you pronounce it, not a fan. That little place can go or start serving something that's worthwhile or something. If that little bar were to close down and never sell anything ever again i would not i would not even be disappointed a little wow, bit. wow that's a so. that's a hot take from james because there's a lot of people yeah. online that really love the mint juleps and the beignets i have not had either well so there are a lot of people online that are wrong apparently so. <laughs> there is currently a passion fruit julep over there that yeah. is really striking people's fancies and you you haven't had either one of I them i haven't really mm-hmm. What have you been doing with your life, Cody? Beignets are good. You know what? They're okay. I mean, they're like a donut, essentially, right? Well, no, not really. I mean, they want to be, but they're just too dry. You know? They're just too... Oh, all right. Okay. Yeah, James has some strong opinions. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I can't talk tonight. I'm sorry. (laughs) We hadn't noticed, Cody. <laughs> Slurring right. my words over here. <laughs> so I will go away from the mint julep bar, although I don't totally disagree with James. I'm not a huge mint julep fan. So, um, so then you've got to look at maybe some of the the shops. Uh huh. Um, there's a few in there. Was it the La Masquerade de Orleans? Uh, I don't know. What did they sell? There's a perfume shop back there. There's a little cart that sells umbrellas that could be carted <laughs> away, not. never to be seen again, and that'd be all right. I think without, <laughs> I, I don't, I can't say of anything that I would want to get rid of. Maybe I would want to bring something back. Oh, um, which they closed off when they did. I think they did a renovation of uh, Club Club Thirty Three, or they they changed the way you enter. 
And so uh, you're not allowed to go into, what was it called? The Court of Angels? Court of Angels. Yeah, something like that. Yep. I We used to go in there and just relax sometimes. I've got tons of pictures of the family sitting in there. I would open that back up. Because now that you can yeah. only access that if you're actually in Club 33. That's what I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So I would actually bring that back. Because there's there's no rides I want to get rid of. There's... Yeah, the restaurants in New Orleans Square I like. I I, I like the French Market, Cafe Orleans, um, uh, Cody's favorite Blue Blue Bayou um, is all yes. over there. So I do like the Blue Bayou. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I don't know if if I was to get rid of something, it'd probably be one of those shops. Maybe the perfume shop, make it something else. I don't know. Um, yeah, New Orleans Square is a hard one, kind of like Frontierland was. I'm not saying New Orleans Square is perfect the way it is, but it, it to me, I don't think needs to be messed with at all. Uh, so that's what I would say. Get rid of the perfume shop. Okay. All right. Make it something else. Okay. What you got, Cody? I am going to say the Riverbell Terrace. That right. restaurant there that's kind of on the the why where Frontierland and Adventureland kind of split or okay. or meet there, depending on which direction you're going. Right. Um that restaurant doesn't do anything for me. The food's not anything really to write home about. Um I think now I think it's valuable to have plenty of options for food. I just think we need to put something worthwhile in there. And I think now that you actually have to, cause before it used to be more just kind of cafeteria style. You could just kind of like walk in and, and get some food. Um, that, that place used to be great for breakfast. I remember really young. That would be the place that we would go to and they would have, Great pancakes, and they had biscuits and gravy that were amazing. Yeah. Uh, that was a long time ago. Rancho del Zocalo used to do breakfast, too, uh, several years ago, and then they stopped doing that, and that was a really good place for breakfast. I'd always like going there for breakfast, and breakfast options are getting really difficult to find uh, yeah. in Disneyland yeah, nowadays. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I um, hate it. Anyways, yeah, I get rid of the the restaurant, the Riverbell Terrace. I'd like to just completely rebrand it. Um, I would like to because it is kind of connected there to like the almost like uh, Adventureland because uh, kind of like on the back side of it you have um, the 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 skewer Bangle place. Bangle. Bangle barbecue. Bangle barbecue. And I think barbecue is the key word there. I think I think <laughs> you need to kind of revamp the outside and just make that whole little restaurant look more Adventureland-ish. And maybe change the orientation of where you enter, kind of put the entrance more on the, the front the Adventureland side and the part that faces the rivers of America is the backside rather than the front side. So that way it fits more into Adventureland than New Orleans Square. 
What about mm-hmm. if you left it in New Orleans Square but still introduced some barbecue? Just be some New Orleans barbecue. I mean, I mean, hey, that works too. Louisiana barbecue. Um, yeah, that works too. I just think we need because man, one of the biggest crimes Disneyland has committed was getting rid of Big <laughs> Thunder barbecue. Yep. And I think Agreed. we need that. I, I understand that they needed that real estate for Galaxy's Edge. That I'm fine with, but they should have re implemented that food somewhere else because yep. the food was outstanding. Um, right. And to get a buffet like um, that, that kind of a quality food, I think, is, is needed right now in the park for a, a, a decent lunch and dinner option, not just breakfast buffets. Um, right. So, yeah, I think that needs to become a, a barbecue restaurant, specifically an all-you-can-eat barbecue restaurant. Sounds like a good idea to me. All right. So. Cool. Let's walk a little farther and head to Critter Country. Oh, that's easy. I think, I think this is going to be easy. And oh, yeah. I will apologize to any Winnie the Pooh fans, but Winnie the Pooh's got to go. Oh, yeah. That red's got to go. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not getting rid of, I'm not getting rid of Splash Mountain. Nope. It's okay. So the only uh, other the attraction. Walt Disney Company is doing that for you. But they're, they're trying to do that for me. <laughs> maybe, maybe they're not. <laughs> we don't talk about Splash Mountain. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there's not much in Critter Country. Um, you, know, you got the Hungry Bear restaurant. Uh, you got the Explorer canoes over there. Uh, I actually like the Explorer canoes. Um, yeah, they're the har- okay to ride once yeah, in a got, while. You got the Harbor Galley. Uh, so there's not a lot of things over there. Yeah, uh, but that's an easy one. Winnie the Pooh, get it out of there. Winnie the Pooh. Get that ride out of there. Cody, what say you? Oh, man, that's kind of a hard one because, I mean – that you've really only got like the one gift shop. I mean, they're uh, with the what Pooh's Pooh's Corner uh, uh-huh. tucked in the back of the land. Technically, you've got the Briar Patch. Um, they're coming around the corner, right across from Hungry Bear, but that's more of like a stand. It's practically a closet. Right. You know, it'll fit all of five people comfortably max. Yep. Um. Hungry Bear Restaurant is a decent a decent restaurant. Um, it's not great, but it, there's certainly worse food on the property. Oh, they've got some good stuff there. Yeah, no, there's no, for sure. Cakes. Yeah, yeah, their chicken sandwiches there are, are really good. Yep. Um, Hungry Bear is a place that we would always go. I remember going to Hungry Bear when I was a kid and stuff, and there was a lot yeah. of ducks that hang out over there and. I like ducks, man. And so. I think a lot of the, besides the food not being bad there, I think a lot of the reason we would go there is because there was a lot of room, a lot of seating. Yes. Uh, yeah. And now we there's even large groups, more so. seating. Yep. Right. So I like how they've ex- expanded that upper deck area, um, which gives you a nice view of the, the river and everything while you're eating. And there's some, you know, some bathrooms over there as well. So you can't really get rid of hungry bear. Um, you can't, you can't get rid of splash mountain. Um, that Pooh's Corner gift shop is a nice gift shop, and you can get some of the the handmade treats back there as well, like the the apple, a tigger tail, a tigger tail, and things like that back there too. Which which is nice that there's a uh, another location other than like Main Street to get 
some of that type of stuff or might be a little less right. busy or crowded. Um, your chocolate covered strawberries and candy apples and things of that nature. Um, so yeah, it's tough. I mean, I do like Winnie the Pooh, but would I be sad if it left? No, but the problem is, is like, I think that you do kind of have to have something for smaller kids kind of everywhere you go. Um, cause Disneyland is supposed to be for all ages. Um, and so if you take that out, what are you going to put in? I, I don't have a great answer for that. The last time we went on Winnie the Pooh, which was, uh, in February for the Mice Jack Gumball Rally, one of the questions was Winnie the Pooh. So we went on Winnie the Pooh and I'm not a very big person as far as like height is concerned. My legs are real little i have short legs especially compared so to were my- you too sh- were you too short to go on winnie the pooh oh, gosh did they kick you off come on <laughs> did they make did you they stand you- against <laughs> there's no height did they requirement put you in a on winnie the pooh. <laughs> settle down did you did have they- to put the did you have to put the uh seatbelt in the little loop <laughs> <laughs> nice work pal um <laughs> no um i don't know what it is but those ride vehicles like my knees are touching. Like there's not a lot of room to actually sit down in those things. It's especially if you've got like a backpack and stuff like that. It's real small, especially if you're in like that first or second row. I think the the back row, that's kind of like the, you know, where you're kind of more inside of the, the honeycomb or the, the beehive. I think that one might be a little bit more spacious, but the actual sitting room, the bench and how much room you have for your legs there is not a lot there and my legs are not long. And if my knees are touching, there is a serious issue, <laughs> especially when there are lots of adults going on this ride because they are riding on it with their young children. There should be enough leg room on these things, but nope. it's, it's really difficult to slide in and out of those little benches and yeah. So get rid of it. Yeah. Get it out of here. You can make right. that a little quaint little boat ride through the bayou with Tiana. You know, leave Splash Mountain alone. <laughs> there you go. That's not a bad idea. So, all right. Give uh, give Mr. Chapek a call. You know what? I got an idea for you. Yeah. You should have been at the shareholders meeting. Should have brought that up. <laughs> well, all right. Well, that's good. That's a good Cody's point. We got we got one land left in. Disneyland. And then are we moving over to DCA? Why not? Okay. Why not? So, so next week we'll get to talk about Galaxy's Edge. There you go. Galaxy's or as Edge. some people call it Star Wars Land. Star Wars Star Land. Star Wars Land. <laughs> uh, that'll be that'll be a tough one, I think. Because it is fairly new. Uh, yeah, everything's there. It was only a couple years old. Right. No, I already know my answer for that one. Ooh, James and his hot takes. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to our last segment of the day. All right. And uh, then we'll get out of here for the night. So here let's we do go. it. This is the Disney A to Z random entry. Yeah. Thank you, Cody. So what You're is welcome, the Disney Jason. A to Z random entry? Um, 
It's a segment that we do based off the book, Disney A to Z, the official encyclopedia by Dave Smith, founder of the Walt Disney Archives. Um, if you're cur curious about anything from the Walt Disney Company, this encyclopedia has everything. Uh, significant achievements, short biographies, historic dates, comprehensive lists, tons of trivia, and probably the my most favorite book in my Disney book collection. Uh, the fifth edition, which is the one we'll be using, has around 8,000 entries. For our random entry, we spin our wheel. It gives us a page number, and then one of my co-hosts this week, it is Cody, will select a number based off how many entries happen to be on that page. So without further ado, let's spin the wheel. <clears throat> All yeah, right. Was it just me or was that wheel extra loud this week? <laughs> was it was it loud? It, it, I must have had it closer to the mic. Uh, <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, it was loud. All right, looks like it landed on page 166. So we're toward Ooh. the front of the book. Either one of you want to take a guess of the letter we're in? Tell you what, we're at the end of a letter. So you got F? Yeah. Cody? Um... What was the page number? 166. 166? Yes, sir. Uh, uh, I'm going to say D. Very close. It is the letter C. We're at the very end Ooh. of C. So I was way off. And it looks like we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight entries on page 166. So what you going with, Cody? How many entries did you say? There are eight. Eight entries. I'm going to go with number six. Eight, seven, six. All right. So you picked the only one I think that's not. Oh, no, there's two. That's not a person. So uh, it's a TV series actually called Cutters. I have never heard of it. Uh, it aired on CBS June 11th through June, July 9th, 1993. It says the wall is removed between a barbershop and a beauty salon next door, leading to a merger that brings all sorts of trouble. Starring Robert Hayes, Margaret Winton, Julia Campbell, Ray Buktinica, Jules, Julius Carey, Robin Tunney, Dakin Matthews, and it was only five episodes, so it obviously was not that successful. So TV series Cutters, I have never heard of it. Me either. Some of the other ones you could have chosen. If you'd have chosen one, we'd have heard a little bit about Tim Curry. Um, chosen number two, a little bit about Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm. Number four, Joan Cusack. Number five, John Cusack. Uh, number eight, we'd have told a little bit about Miley Cyrus. Oh. <laughs> and then number seven, Cyril Proudbottom which is Mr. Toad's house in the adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. Nice. So there is your random Disney A to Z entry. Should have picked number uh, eight. I, let me, let me look at uh, Tim Curry. What is, Oh, uh, okay. Muppet treasure Island. Yeah. Mighty ducks animated TV series. Okay. Like what has Tim Curry been in? But I think of Tim Curry and I think of something that is not Disney related at all. <laughs> So, and what might that be? Uh, 
Just kidding. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. No, I I don't. R H P S. Yep. Rocky Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, there you go. I've not seen that. I know what it is, but I've not seen it. Ah, uh, okay. Um, I'm so yeah, there's enough. your Disney. <laughs> you are now. <laughs> Uh, that's one of the movies I told Kaylee we were gonna watch when she turned eighteen. We just haven't had a chance to watch it yet. So, uh, eighteen, huh? Yeah, she did watch Deadpool the other night for the first. Well, as far as we know, it was the first time. But I doubt it was the first time. <laughs> uh, I, I, did so, she watch it there at the house or at? She did. She did with you guys. She watched it with Marsha. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Where was Maddie? Not home. Um, no, she was down here. Stay in your room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Is I've, we've, we've got a family friend who they, their son really likes uh, superheroes, comics, stuff like that. And he really wanted to watch Deadpool, but he was only like 10. Mm, yeah, probably not. Uh, yeah. But his dad uh, was some, some older movies that he went in and he's got a program on his computer where he could edit the movie. So it was almost like he was, doing it for TV. He was editing out things so that, so that his son could watch it. Yeah. But he said he tried to do Deadpool and he ended up with like 20 minutes of footage. That's all he had left. So wow. he's like, yeah, dude, you're going to have to wait till you're 18. <laughs> did, uh, did Kaylee like it? I, I think she did. Yeah. Yeah. I think she did. So, and there's a couple other movies we would talk about when she was younger. And she's like, yeah, you got to wait till you're 18 to watch it. So, me and me and her just got to sit down and watch some movies. What what other movies are on that list? I'm trying to remember what some of them are. I know Rocky Horror Picture Show is on there, and I'm going to be watching her probably more than I'm watching the movie. Just if 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 you've seen it, you'll understand what I'm talking about. Uh, what other? Well, you got to let me know when this happens so I come over and watch okay. it too because I've not seen it. it. Oh, one of them I let her watch before she turned 18 because we were we were pretty strict. I mean, if it's rated R, you know. But the movie Stand By Me was rated R. Right. And that's a great movie. I think she yep. watched that when she was like 15. Because I was like, you know why it's rated R? It's rated R because some of the content with the body. And then there's some, the kids cuss a little. Yeah. But it's really, that's really it. You know, I was like, if that movie was made today, that'd be like a PG movie. But yep. because of the time it was made in the 80s or whatever, it was a rated R movie. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of movies. If you go back and look, it's like, why is that rated R? Oh, Predator. Rated R. Great movie. Violence, right? It's got a lot of violence, obviously. But there's I one of the scenes that I saw or one of the things that I was reading about why is rated R. Because there's one scene where uh, they're, they're showing like a bedroom and it's got a bunch of uh, Playboys hung up on the wall, Playboy pictures. Right. So that's one of the reasons it got a rated R movie in the 80s. Yeah, come show on. that today. That's like, that's like PG 13. Like yeah. Yeah. Every 13 year old's got playboys. I mean, Cody's got them hanging on the wall in the back <laughs> hey, of his not, office I, right I, there. I <laughs> hey, you know, turn off the camera. <laughs> so there we go. Gonna blur out that area right there. <laughs> it's my All man right. cave. So there's Cody's, or there, there's Cody's corner and Disney. It is the random entry. And, uh, yes. That is all we have for tonight, I think. Oh, you guys got any nope. last, uh, anything you forgot to mention earlier? Nope, I'm good. James didn't mention it at all that he's going to Disney World this month. So have fun. That's right. 
next Friday, a week from tomorrow, we'll be leaving that late that night. So what's the date you're going to be there? We fly in, we land the 19th, which is Saturday in the morning. Okay. And then we'll go to Epcot on Sunday, um, Hollywood Studios on Monday, Magic Kingdom on Tuesday and Thursday with Wednesday day off, Thursday, wait a minute, yeah, Tuesday, Thursday, and then Friday, Animal Kingdom. So then we'll fly home Saturday. Nice. Well, you'll be gone for a whole week. We're going to, uh, we're going to uh, Great Wolf Lodge at the end of the month. I don't know oh, if you know nice. what that is, but yeah. 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 There's one just down, down the street in, uh, from Disneyland. Yep, yeah. there is. Yeah, we're going down to Colorado Springs. Um, it's technically for Maddie's birthday, but it's going to be my birthday weekend because uh, nice. that's that's when the kids could get off work. You're going all the way down to Colorado Springs? Yeah. Yep. Going to have to get some Whataburger. Uh, no, we're going to hit In-N-Out, I'll tell you that, though. Whataburger's not open yet. I think it is. I thought it was like 2024. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't I don't read the articles. I just see well, the picture. I can, and... I can tell you when I go down there, I'm getting the best hamburger in the world. Yes. That is that is in and out. Oh, <laughs> that's 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 a stretch. The best hamburger in the world. My yeah, favorite hamburger might... in the world. Okay. That's that no one can argue with that statement, but yeah, yeah trying to say it's it is my best. it is my top burger i'd much rather Walked eat out a show like on five guys it's but much better quality no, burger. no it's three times more expensive but it's a better quality i don't think i so. still don't think the quality justifies the price but it is yeah we've got a five guys here i i haven't been to in over a year they're good i like they're, i mean yeah yeah i don't I mean, mind at least them, they give but... you more than a little cardboard tote of fries yeah. Well, I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of fries, anyways. Oh, no matter where they're at. So. Gosh. Are you sure we're related? Yep. I'll take a double double <laughs> over a uh, Five Guys. I do like Five Guys uh, hot dogs. Add some bacon in there, some relish. I've never gotten a hot dog at Five Guys. Yeah, you Their hot try. dogs are good. Yep. I mean, to me, a hot dog is just a hot dog. There's hard to. I mean, yeah, you've got your toppings oh. you can put on it, but like. A hot dog is not just a hot dog. <laughs> I miss going to Sam's Club go. and getting me a hot dog there. Here we go. <laughs> and we can have a whole show on hot dogs and hamburgers. All right. Let's 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 get it back. Let's get out so, of here. Yeah, that's all we got for for this episode eighty four. Rescuers down under Disney shareholders meeting. Uh, I do want to read off some of our social media though before we take off. Of course. My uh my screen my screen went blank. Uh oh. So I need to log back in. Yeah. All right. So if you want to check us out, uh, other than listen to us on the podcast, you can like us on Facebook at Talking Disney Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Talking Disney. Follow us on Instagram talk at Talking Disney Podcast. You can email us TalkingDisneyPodcast at gmail.com. Check out our website, www.TalkingDisneyPodcast.com, where we will have the show loaded prior to it making its way out to all the popular streaming services such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, etc., etc. Whatever etc. Cetera, et cetera. Whatever popular streaming service you use, we should be on there. And I'm going to create one called etc. etc. So, <laughs> um, that's all I got, I think. Um, yep, that's it for me. Last minute, guys. And that's it for me, Cody. I'm all done. (laughs) 
Uh, all right. Well, thanks for <laughs> thanks for taking the time out of your day uh, or night or evening, morning, whatever time you may be listening to us. Uh, we really do appreciate it. And uh, yes, thank you. That is all I got. So until next time, we will talk to you later. Bye. See ya. See you real soon. Yeah, folks. And me and my pals hope you had a swell time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mickey? Uh Uh-huh? It's that time. Uh, what time is that, Minnie? Oh, (laughs) Goofy? Huh? Oh. Now Now it's time time to say goodnight to all our company. M-I-C See you real soon It's always Mickey Mouse K-E-Y Why? Because, because we, we like you, you. M-O-U-S-E Be careful getting home. Bye-bye.